All right. How, go, how goes the drive, Curtis? I'm over. I'm over halfway. Nice. Where are you driving? He's driving here. Virginia. Oh, okay. To the land of the virgins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you doing, Josh? I am doing all right. I've been pretty busy. Um, classes started like last week, so. I feel that. Yeah, it's been a lot, and uh, so this is much more advanced since it is advanced advanced year. It's much more advanced than my first year of foundation. So a lot more diving into group projects and all that nonsense. Mm. It'll keep you busy. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. So, we have some Batman to discuss, don't we? We do. We really do. <laughs> there, there's a lot of things that are Batman related. We could obviously, uh, we'll, we'll obviously discuss the show and then maybe talk about some things afterwards. Yeah, I don't see how we can't do that at the end. We can do that. Okay. Are all of my driving are all of my driving sounds too distracting? No, I think you're okay. Can't really hear it. Cool. Yeah. So, what do you guys well, think of these uh, seven episodes? Well, before like, that. Wow. <laughs> Before we start that, uh, welcome to episode, I guess, two of the Court of Capes. Kind of working Court with of capes. the Court, Court of, of Capes. capes. Kind of like it, you know. Um, so, Court is in session. Court is in session. Well, I am one I of your this. hosts, Joshua Shelton, and I have other hosts that are joining me, JC. Hello, this is J.C. Brown. <laughs> and Curtis Cooper, who we do not have the privilege of seeing his pretty face where he is driving, but he is still with us. Hello, gorgeous listeners. <laughs> uh, sad day, we will not have Anthony uh, who I'm um, joining us today. He has a lot of stuff going on and uh, thoughts towards him. Hope he can, you know... <laughs> get done when he's done and that he's not, you know, going crazy. Indeed. He's a busy individual. Yes. He's deep in the bat cave right now. <laughs> okay. Learning lots. All right. So yeah, JC, man, lift off, man. Start, start us going. Okay. So last time we met, we watched six episodes. Correct was the introduction to the Batman. We got introduced to who Bruce Wayne is, what he's doing, as if we all didn't already know. Yeah. So we got a feeling for the tone of the show and all that good stuff. But now we've got into the second half of season one, episode seven through 13, the season finale. Mm -hmm. So what were your overall impressions of these episodes compared to the first ones? All right. Well, my impressions were that I think, obviously, my favorite arc of the entire season was here with the Clayface stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I did think that overall the quality was probably a little lower for me just because I thought there were a lot more dead episodes in between. <laughs> there might have been just a little least, Yeah, like I, I just felt like either the first like three or four episodes just felt super dry to me. Yeah. But uh, as we'll get to, the Clayface stuff is definitely the highlight of the show so far. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Uh, for the second half of the first season. Clayface. What do you think, Josh? Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, I kind of agree with you. Um, they're throwing Penguin in, like, a lot, and I'm not really... <laughs> too actually, much. Too much too Penguin. Far, way too much Penguin. I'm not really <laughs> getting it. Like... I never saw Penguin as a constant, constant villain for Batman, like all the time, just being a nuisance to him. I never really saw it like that. Like every so often, Penguin shows up, but he's like showing up all the time. And he's the um, one that, uh, and he's the one they changed the least in terms of like his origin story and how interesting he is. Oh yeah, he became way less interesting from this show, in my opinion. Well, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> Penguin's definitely not the most interesting character, but yeah, yeah I get that. What did you think, JC? I think for me, I really enjoyed this episode set for the most part, but yeah, there were certainly, especially in the first couple episodes, some real interesting ones where we <laughs> didn't get as much going on, uh, especially episode eight, but we'll get to that. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I did tell you about that episode, didn't I, Curtis? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You warned me. <laughs> I warned you. So, yeah, I recognize that not all of them are great, but, you know, some of them are pretty fun. And we got a lot of That's Joker. Okay. It honestly makes for better podcasting and not have every episode be perfect. True. This is true. Oh, no. Not, That's my alarm. Not every Whoa. show is perfect. That's for sure. Um, yep. Well, do we want to start jumping right in? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, episode seven, the Firefly episode. Um, hmm. This episode so, just happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it did. Okay, so, <laughs> in terms of, okay, Firefly, all right, so... I've enjoyed some portrayals of Firefly. This portrayal, kind of. Um, I think Firefly is one of the more forgettable member of Batman's rogues gallery. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's why they put him in so early, you know, because it's still kind of the early years of Batman. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about Firefly himself. You know, they're going with lasers. They're going with lasers, which, you know, I guess is part of that whole the Batman universe kind of thing in that show, even though his name is Firefly for a reason. Like, he's... Yeah, okay. He's supposed to use fire, but anyway. Right. right. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Yeah. I mean, that's like one of his big things is, you know, fire. And I love how they portrayed him in, like, the Arkham Knight, like, the game. Uh, he was pretty awesome in that game. But, Interesting. Yeah. Well, what did you all think about the uh, Batman jetpack? 
that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. That was fun. This yeah. this show consistently gives cool tech. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Yes, it's a very tech oriented show. Like there's so much tech in every single episode. He has. Oh yeah, I loved that as a kid so much. And I loved. I really did like how at the end of the episode when like both. Uh, Batman and Firefly were like fighting stripped of tech how like much of a disadvantage <laughs> and basically it was a complete mismatch because Batman annihilated him oh yeah, oh, yeah. that was so it, that was pretty cool it's, all, it's always nice to see like how on a different level like Bruce Wayne slash Batman is from like normal bad guys yeah so um there was something I, I hinted towards last episode about this show that oh you the mayor that, yeah that you would recognize who the voice was oh i didn't recognize who was it are you serious curtis please tell me you recognize the voice of the mayor uh honestly i watch these kind of like jumbled up so it's been a while since i've seen this oh, episode no. I mean, <laughs> oh my god are we about to we're either about to be like Mind blown or like really disappointed? What happened? Uh, he has such a specific voice. All right. Who is he? It's Adam West. Oh. oh. Adam West voices the mayor. That's that's super cool. I don't know if I really know Adam West's voice that much though. Oh, really? I guess I played a lot of Lego Batman and he was kind of in that. A lot, but, <laughs> but I did I watch saying. some of his stuff when I was like when I was a lot younger. I watched some of his, you know, '60s Batman stuff. Um, I never really saw it. Um, the OG Batman, yeah, like the original live-action Batman. Yeah, that's true. He started it all, more or less. Yeah. Uh, another tidbit: Adam West is also the mayor in Family Guy, but. I think that's, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's actually Adam West's character in Family Guy. Like, it's Adam West playing Adam West. But anyways, so yeah, the mayor of Gotham in this show is voiced by Adam West. Very cool. So that kind of leads us into the Bruce Wayne side of things, because the mayor was very integral to that storyline. Mm-hmm. And I actually like the Bruce arc way better than the Batman arc in this episode. Oh, most definitely. I agree. Yeah. And I think that this is the best Bruce arc in an episode we've seen probably out of all 13. Let's see. Was this, um, was this the one where he gets knocked out as Batman and like misses the thing? Yeah. Yeah. It really shows, it really reveals, um, you know, Bruce Wayne, you know, being not only the CEO of Wayne Tech, but also as a person, like the the human side of the mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah, I appreciate how like Bruce Wayne actually kind of tries to have a little bit of a life, honestly. Yeah, I like that too because it kind of reminds me a lot of Peter Parker, in that yeah. he tries so hard to be a good person as a hero and as just a good person. Mm-hmm. And I think we got to see a little bit more of that for Bruce here, whereas normally he's just the aloof idiot mm-hmm. as the mask. But, you know, we actually got to see he's trying to be a good person too here. Yeah. 
So I thought it was real interesting. I I did like the sky duel. That was that was fun just seeing them like fly around with their little colors. That was real fun. It's not every so day what was the next see. episode, JC? Or unless oh, you next... had another thought, Josh. No, I, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I think that covered pretty much everything. The next episode was the one revolving around Clue Master. Mm. What a guy. Yeah, that I felt like that one was kind of a filler. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it was. That this might be my least favorite episode of the whole show. I would agree. Like, there, um, Curtis, you're muted, by the way. I don't know if he's doing that on purpose. Hmm. But yeah, I would agree. It's probably my least favorite uh, episode um, of this series here. It just. There wasn't really much to it. No, there really isn't. Uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's just a kind of lackluster villain, and I'm pretty sure the show made him up, didn't it? Like, he's not in the comics, is he? I mean, I'd never heard of him before. Yeah, me neither. And all he wanted was just for people to kind of pay attention to him. That was kind of it. Yeah. Pretty wild that his uh, mom was in on it too, or grandma. Yeah, that was definitely like the creepiest part of the episode <laughs> that I kind of appreciated. <laughs> I I couldn't tell if she was complicit or she just was so aloof that she just had no idea. I'm yeah, sure. like some kind of like mental condition. Maybe. Yeah, there was something going on there. But what did you all think of Clue Master's little henchman? I was like, um, first of all, I don't know. It just, it, it, it seemed politically incorrect to me. I would yeah. kind of lean towards that. I was like, I was like, I was kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it know. was very strange. And like, they never even explained why they had to be so small. No. It was just kind of weird. To make him feel big, I guess. I, I guess so. He's already gigantic. He is already gigantic. Yeah. Such a weird villain. Yeah, super weird. Not really much about that uh, episode that I really like. Q&A. He never, can, he never comes back, right, JC? Please, just tell I me he never don't, comes back. I don't think he does. I don't remember him coming back. If he does, I'm so sorry. But we can oh, track this. If he comes back, we can all just, you know... Go cry in the corner together. It'll be fine. We'll get <laughs> yeah, it'll be a group therapy session. Yeah. But, you know, this episode did do something for us. We finally saw one bat in the bat cave. That's true, we did. Because I, I don't think we ever saw that in the first six. That's a small detail, but at least there was something in this episode of value, I guess. Yeah. That's. And I will say that the closing shots of the episode with Bruce and Alfred playing chess. Oh, that was nice. That, that was a really nice moment. I just really like to see the relationship between Bruce and Alfred because most shows don't really explore it that well. I think this it's show true. does it better than almost all of them, if not all. I do really like this Alfred. This is probably one of my favorite Alfreds. Oh, yeah, same. 
JC, you need to watch a lot more of Batman the Animated Series, man. I'm sure I do. <laughs> do they do they have good Alfred arcs in there? Yes. Oh, good Alfred. They have great Alfred arcs in the end. Okay. I will I will get to it eventually. I mean, once you really get into it, like through season one and, and you get into season two and stuff, like, oh my goodness. Just the the art, just the way they portray the character development, it's fantastic. Yeah, I got you. So, do we have any more thoughts about this episode? Um, how did how did Clue Master like get like an acid pit in his house? Like that didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess like, that was- I realize this is a cartoon, but like that's ridiculous. Yeah. I have questions about how people do things throughout the entire show. So, <laughs> Honestly. I'm like, this yeah. is suspension of disbelief and all that. Yeah, pretty much. I honestly have no idea with anything with Clue Master anymore. And what was I'm the sure. food that he wanted? Like, what was that? What was the what? The, the, the prize was supposed to be like these sweet treats, but I had never heard of them ever. Oh, yeah, they're not real. I have no idea what they were. I was like, are these supposed to be somewhat like cream-filled donuts or something like that? That's just kind of the first thing that it came to mind, like something like a donut or whatever. I don't know. No idea at all. They were, they were just something that doesn't exist in reality. Yeah. So yeah, definitely a filler episode. Not really a fan. Could have done without it. Yeah. Okay, well, on hopefully a brighter side of things, uh, the next episode gave us, oh, what's his name? The ventriloquist guy? Yeah. Yeah, the ventriloquist. Is that just his name, the ventriloquist? Mm, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. But he goes by Scarface. Well, that's the dummy. Yeah, the dummy who, goes by Scarface. He's the one who calls the he, ventriloquist the dummy. Yeah. I actually, I kind of liked it. I mean, obviously, I've seen the episodes a few times within the past, like, two months. Um, I like this episode. Oh, yeah. I think this one yeah, was, it was really good. I really liked it. It was really, uh, it was fun. You were always wondering whether or not he was actually speaking for the puppet or if the puppet was real. Yeah. Like, that was always a, a thing. Um, something that was going on in, in my mind, kind of just some fun. Uh, some of the jokes were hilarious, and I love the relationship between the ventriloquist and Scarface. Like, it was oh. so interesting. Oh yeah, he he relied on that dummy for so much. Yeah, absolutely. And like, um, so there was a moment where he was talking about he wanted to go like to like Texas or oh, something. Yeah. yeah. And there were like two places that he brought up. And then Scarface yeah. was like, you can go there and I'll go here. And then <laughs> the guy's like, haha. And then he talks to his henchman. He's like, he'll never leave me. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. That, that was, was fantastic. I loved it. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. I think, I think Scarface is probably one of the best villains so far besides like joker i and oh yeah uh, mr freeze and you know he's up there with them yeah he definitely 
so much fun. My, yeah, other than those two, probably my favorite so far. Yeah. Like, I, I love the visual gag of uh, the final, like, form of uh, Scarface, where, like, he's just holding uh, the ventriloquist like the dummy. That's fun. Oh, yeah. It's like, you're the dummy now. Like, the dominant side. It was, like, supposed to be a play on kind of, like, that whole dominant side is completely taking over kind of thing. Like, yeah. I'm in charge. So, Wait. what did you all think of Becky? The girl that Alfred set Bruce up with? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, forgot, I forgot about that subplot. Yeah. Man, that, that was interesting. Bruce basically turned down his true love in this episode. He chose... <laughs> he could have been. He chose the Batman over a woman. I thought it was hilarious that Alfred was setting him up or, like, looking on dating sites using the Batwing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden the dating website comes up on the Batwave. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? Alfred's like, I wonder how that got there. <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay, so is our headcanon that Alfred was actually searching for a girl and he just oh, did the- 100%. Person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Alfred's a little thirsty. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. So Alfred's searching one for himself, and then he's like... He just covered with quick thinking. All right. He's like, I'm all alone in this bat cave all the time. That's amazing. Did, did you all ever think for a second that, that Alfred would be like, hey, Becky, I'm Bruce. Let's go on the state. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, that would have been so good. Oh, <laughs> I I thought of, I thought that was gonna happen for half a second, and it didn't. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> that would have been great. Something similar happened. Okay, in Batman the Animated Series, but really? Uh, it, okay, it was kind of similar, but it's a it's a different thing. But yeah, I I I thought that would have been interesting if he did. He's like, I'm Bruce Wayne, and then like, Becky seemed like a nice person. Do you think she? Would <laughs> be like, all right, let's see where this thing goes. Yeah. The subplot freaking, that we never got. Freaking Bruce. <laughs> oh, it was interesting, though. They kind of, like, took you on a turn whenever um, she's like, let me guess, he's married. And then Alfred's like, yes. And you're like, what? <laughs> and then Alfred's like, to his work. And you're like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't be dragging Bruce's good name through the mud. Yeah. Oh. No, I think they did. They use a fake name though, because no, I think they just use, I think they just use his first name. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Because yeah. if he because they didn't want to like you know. Say he's a billionaire. Him, like, yeah, the billionaire playboy kind of thing, or just the billionaire. I don't know if he. I don't really know if he has too much of a playboy um, persona in this show as much as some others try to make it out to be. Right. I don't think he's really developed yeah, that. Yeah, they've name dropped that he's a playboy a couple times, but like we haven't really seen any. Yeah, we haven't really seen Bruce the playboy. Yeah. The only yeah. I think the only time was like at the basketball game, he had his arm around two girls. Yeah, that was like the first episode, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. That was the actually yeah. That's what I was thinking of as well. It's the only time we've seen Bruce the Playboy persona kind of thing. Yeah. But it's interesting because I think, you know, we had an episode 
I think it was the Mr. Freeze episode where he was really doubting his self as the Batman last time. Oh, true. Yeah. And then this one, we kind of got this episode where he's already, you know, kind of doubting again. But at the end of the episode, he chooses the Batman as his dominant personality, more or less. Yeah. That's what made the episode really good, too. Like, there was the ventriloquist and the dominant side between them two. And then it brings up, you know, Batman asks himself again, yeah, got to find out which one, like, what's my dominant side? Oh, yeah. And I, and I like, I like that the best Batman villains are the ones that kind of, like, reveal kind of, like, either parts of Batman or, like, negative parts of him that he, that he is, like, actively fighting. Yeah. Like, even, even, like, not to, not to jump forward too much, but, like, even, like, someone like Two-Face exemplifies that because... You have, like, Batman who's, like, kind of, like, sometimes loses himself in the cape and cowl. And, like, that's literally what happens to Two-Face. Uh, that literally is what happens to Two-Face. Mm-hmm. Like, he completely loses himself in, like, his other darker side. Yeah. Do you mean Clayface or Two-Face? I mean, it works for both, honestly. But I, was, I, initially, I initially met Clayface, but I was like, no, Two-Face works, too. Yeah, that definitely yeah. worked for Two Face as well. That's why I was agreeing because that would yeah, work. Yeah, does work. You know. Well, any other thoughts for episode nine? Just really enjoy the episode, honestly. Like, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. It was a lot of fun, and I thought the ventriloquist uh, slash Scarface was uh, a good, fun villain. Indeed. Seemed like a nice guy. Good villain, good writing, good episode. Mm-hmm. So episode 10 was another Joker episode. Yes. It was the one where basically he had a Joker impersonator. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was. What I wrote down, the only, the only note I made for this was Joker and his toys. Because we got to see... So yeah. many gadgets, but they were all jokers this time. This is true. Yeah, there were a yeah, lot of very gadgety. And it was real cool to see. Like that laser gun he had, like the, uh, the fake joker had when he was just shooting at Bruce. Yikes. Yeah. I, did think, I did think it was odd in terms of, like, where this episode takes place, like, within, like, the context of the show, because, like, up to this point, we'd only seen the Joker, like, once or twice, so we didn't really have a great grasp for what his personality is supposed to look like. So in the in the beginning, I was like, oh, like, the Joker seems fine to me. I didn't even realize that uh, he wasn't necessarily talking. Yeah, that's true. Right. Like, Batman mentioned it, you're not very talkative, and so I was, like, going through my mind, like, Okay, why is he not talking like, about what could be going yeah. on? Like, oh, I guess he isn't talking. Uh-huh. That was a pretty good twist. Yeah, I guess it was just, like, keeping the audience in the dark kind of thing. Yeah. Like, maybe the Batman knows the Joker better than we do. Mmm, interesting. Because, yeah, this was the only, this was only the second time that he fought the Joker, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he, I guess he learned a lot from that first encounter in episode one. Mm-hmm. I love, I love Bruce having to put on the Joker makeup. That was a great scene. 
Oh yeah, that that was wild. Absolutely wild. Uh-huh. He pulled it off. <laughs> I don't know how he got the teeth going on. Like how do he do that? Just smile. <laughs> yes. One of those suspend your disbelief moments, maybe. Yeah, basically. Now I'm trying to remember what was the uh, final threat for this episode. Well, they the didn't final what? A ton of what people. Was, like, was this? Wait. Well, this was the episode where he was putting people in cards, wasn't it? This is where he was putting yeah. people in the cards, and I like the final event, he like had tons of people in like an auditorium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he was going to turn them all into cards. And then Joker gets turned into a card. Yes. At the very end, Joker gets turned into a card. I didn't really understand the concept of turning people into cards. Like, Yeah, I have no idea how that actually worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that one really, I was just like, what? And so, like, they couldn't move except their eyes. But, yeah. like... But, like, the way they would talk about it is, like, people could get cut out of the card. So, you, like, you have to cut them yeah, out. Like, yeah, because, like, Batman mentions that he's going to, like, chip somebody out at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, like, what kind of material is this? <laughs> yeah, for real. And then it's like we see a guy sinking in the ocean. Like, his face is exposed, but, like, no water is going in his mouth or anything. So, like, it's covered somehow. Yeah. I don't even know. It's just strange. That was real. I get Yeah, that was really strange. Uh, moments where you just got to be like, this is the comic hero show. All right. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, as always, the Joker's fun seeing actual Joker fights. And he, the way that he actually kind of tricked Batman, like Batman knew that this wasn't the Joker, but Joker had an underlying plan the whole time, you know, getting yeah. into Arkham Asylum and then, you know, him getting out. Yep. Yeah, he basically read Batman like a book for like the first half of the episode. Basically, yeah. It shows just how intelligent and cunning and manipulative Joker really is. For sure. I thought it was a solid episode, but not as memorable as, like, the last one or the first Joker episode, in my opinion. No, uh, the first Joker episode... Yeah, I agree with that. A lot of... Uh, yeah, the first Joker episode was definitely really fun, really good. I mean, it was the intro to Joker, so I guess you're going to be, you know, intrigued even more at the moment. But, yeah, more of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Well, any other thoughts with that one? Nope, not really. Nope. It was pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ready to dive back into more Penguin? Uh, uh, so, Bird of Prey. Yep. The so, reference was so much better than the actual episode. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, but we got to see, you know, all right, so this was like a somewhat fight, right, between more more of the Alfred-Penguin um, kind of fight going on, right? Yeah, Penguin is yeah. literally Alfred's villain at this point. Yeah, and, yeah, basically, at this point, he's Alfred's villain. 
And so, I don't know. I guess one thing I did find interesting about it is they kind of somewhat relieved that Bruce Wayne could possibly be Batman at the very yeah. end of the episode. Yeah, because Alfred puts on the bat suit backwards. Yeah. I wonder if we'll get more of that at some point where Alfred puts on the bat suit. I don't That'd know. But can we talk about how funny it was to see Batman with a mustache? Oh, that was so good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was just a, one of the best episodes, moments from the episode. Oh, love that. Yeah, if not the best, because it's Penguin we're talking about here. Like. True. If so, I have to hear that guy say Brucey or Jeeves one more freaking time. <laughs> oh, Curtis, you don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's more. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. There's a lot more Penguin down the road. <laughs> we need to chart out how many times this dumb villain appears in this show. All right, so there is more than Joker. I'm gonna be mad. There is one episode where Penguin shows up, um, but it's not a Penguin emphasized episode. That's really, really good. Oh, good. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So, I thought it was interesting that they actually finally revealed Bruce's age in this episode. Twenty-six. Yeah. So So that is. so that means two he's... years older than you all. True. Or three. Yeah, I feel kind of old. I'm 20, so, JC. I'm 23. You're 23? Well, yeah, you're, you're, you're almost 24, right? In September, I'll be 24. I know your birthday, Josh. We, we... <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just got to remind you. I got I to gotta remind you here, all right? September 29. There we go. Because you're yeah. December 29. Yes, exactly. We are, we are not forgetting birthdays anymore. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, definitely not. But anyway, so yeah, so you're almost 24, yeah. So that means that Bruce became Batman at the young age of 23 years old. Yeah. Uh, Which honestly, is Josh's age. Yes. So watch out. Watch the streets. Watch um, out. Hickory, North Carolina. You know, watch the news. But... <laughs> They usually start at a younger age. So this was this was um, interesting uh, to me because I always portrayed like him giving it a try at like nineteen or twenty. Yeah, I thought he was younger too. Yeah, he usually is uh, a lot younger in most um, year one Batman's. But I really can't see Batman being a teenager. Uh, don't watch Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness that show there's so much in that show oh man i tried so hard to watch that show i watched season one i watched all of yeah, it I, I watched the first half of season one. i watched all of it the whole show yes the whole show i watched it all was it worth it i quit multiple times that sounds <laughs> no, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> it, okay there there was just some great um moments just okay Obviously, this is not comic book um, factual or anything like that. But the whole Joker thing, um, well, I guess he wasn't the Joker, but he kind of was the Joker. That scene, Offshoot Joker. Yeah, basically. That scene was absolutely amazing. Like, oh, my goodness. If you've ever just looked on YouTube, like, the, um, the Joker intro or whatever in Gotham, 
or just watch that whole episode. Yeah, I might have to look that up. It's, oh, the finale, you mean? Uh, no, it wasn't a finale. It was the kid, Jerome, becoming the Joker-ish. Oh, yeah. It was after Jerome was introduced, right? Because I remember when he was introduced. But... Yeah, well, he was, he, no, he was introduced in the episode. This happens in the same episode near the end of the episode where he reveals oh. stuff about what happened. Was it where he's talking about his mom? Yeah. Oh, that, that's oh, a great yeah. scene. Oh, it's such a good scene. Oh, my goodness. Like, that guy just really pulled off that whole portrayal. He goes from, like, innocent kid to, like, dark, humored, just, I don't know, killer-ish. Oh, man. Anyways, yeah, I did watch the entire show. I put myself through that because I like Batman. Props to you, Josh. Props to you. So, I guess getting back to uh, the Batman. Yeah, the Batman, the the show. I thought it was interesting that the reporter, the random camera guy, I think it was, was the one who said, "It's a pretty dark night, isn't it?" Yeah, and then she's like, "Hey, I like that," and then like, yeah, and then the next episode we hear them call him the Dark Knight. Yeah. That was really interesting that the, the media, they were portraying him. Uh, you're just like, they created that name for him kind of thing. Yeah. I liked it. I did like that scene. I smiled when that happened. I was like, yeah, he's the Dark Knight. Alfred's yeah. the Dark Knight. <laughs> because that's when Alfred's Batman. So at that moment, Alfred is the Dark Knight. Uh-huh. And it's pretty cool how he used the car to kind of, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm always a sucker for them calling him the Dark Knight because that's literally the coolest name of all time. It's so cool. Uh, Yes. Thank you. But, yeah, I guess those are some highlights from that that episode, The Birds of Prey, or The Bird of Prey, because obviously Oswald Cobblepot is not usually a highlight. Rough. Well, Anything what was even the last fight of this episode? I uh, was, it was in Wayne Manor. Was it just like him whacking Batman with his uh, umbrella again? Kind of. Uh, Alfred was like tied to the chair for the most part. Oh, yeah. Then the uh, Kabuki twins showed up again, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it, I think. Do we have anything else? No, but I'm ready for this next arc. Yes! Let's go! Episode 12 and 13, the two-part season finale. Yes! So the rubber... Finally, a good two-parter. Yeah, so the rubber face of comedy and clay face of tragedy. What great titles for episodes, by the way. (laughs) I know, right? They do come up with titles. I could probably retitle some of them, but these last two. Oh, really these last two are banger titles. Perfect. Uh, so, kind of starts out the Joker is using some sort of putty to bounce around and rob places. Yeah. Right? The Joker putty. Yeah, the Joker putty, which he creates, which is really interesting. Like, so Joker creates like his own gas and he creates his own putty. Like it kind of 
Joker's pretty like smart in terms of oh yeah not just strategy because we got to see his strategy but he's he either hires people to create things for him or he creates this stuff but the show kind of makes it seem like he creates all of these things himself oh yeah yeah like he's a gifted chemist he is literally a chemist yeah I I wonder like does that feed into his backstory? Like, is he a chemist at some point? Or did he just, like, since he become disfigured from the the original Joker, you know, origin story, he becomes disfigured or whatever, skin changed, and so he's like, I don't know. Yeah, because they don't, they don't really specify what his job was before he went down the whole killing joke uh, route, because that, that's the way they explained he became Joker. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the Killing Joke, he was like a comedian. Um, well, yeah, in, in Killing Joke, he was a comedian, but uh, I don't think he was necessarily in this one. No, I, yeah, we have no idea, which is usual. Like, we don't know at all, like, yeah, who Joker yeah. was or what he did or anything like that. Killing Joke is one of the few comic um, stories that actually have an origin of who Joker was before. Right. But we kind of got to see, you know, a little flashback of him falling in the pit. Yeah. And they say the iconic words, all it takes is one bad one day. Yes. Bad Obviously, the of this two-part ending, like our finale, was that it was just one bad day. That's all it took was one bad day. It was one like... One bad day for Ethan. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty emphasized that the, in both of these episodes. And yeah, is it that, yeah, both episodes were only one day. Mm-hmm. True. It was, yeah. It was pretty crazy. Oh, man. I, I tell you this, though. Okay, so the whole thing happens. He captures Ethan Bennett, and then Ethan coughs up a bunch of gas from the Joker putty. And so he then, you know, guess well, goes home, realizes he's painting. And I tell you, <laughs> I tell you guys, my heart, <laughs> when he was like, help me, help me, help uh, me. Oh, my oh, goodness. That, oh, that hurts so bad to watch as this guy becomes something completely unknown. Like, he's just becoming something. His whole body is changing. Like, could you imagine yeah. your face just started melting off? Terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Oh. And I love, I love how the, I love how the Joker was like. I don't even know what this stuff does to humans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he got to find out though. Yeah, he did. Oh yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, he doesn't know that that actually happened. Well, kind of happened to him uh, until later. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, that that scene really tugged in my heart a lot when he was just and he walks out his door and the police officers are like freaking out and he's just asking for someone to help him. Yeah, no one wants to help. We're all terrified. But then in that very same moment where he's like begging for people to help him, I guess Clayface mentality or Clayface brain kind of starts to take over and starts attacking him. Yeah, this, this Clayface seems to struggle a lot more with, like, just standard insanity than Clayface usually does. Yeah, yeah. true. Joker kind of 
fractured his personalities almost. Yeah, so like the melting didn't just happen to his skin as much as maybe some of it to his brain. Yeah. Oh, poor Ethan. Yeah, poor Ethan. Like so much worse for Batman because this is his oldest best friend. Yeah. Absolutely, you know. So I, it kind of, uh, Curtis, I like that you brought up Two-Face, even though it's kind of an accident that you kind of said Two-Face instead of Clayface. Because yeah, this, this is, is very similar to Two-Face's origin story, too. Because Bruce Wayne was so close friends to Harvey Dent as well. They, yeah. were, they were really good friends. And then that happened to him. And then, he, you know, the Two-Face persona, you know, became his dominant side. Uh, so the same thing kind of happened with Clayface. It was almost an exact, you know, just switch. Like, hey, we'll put Two Face's story somewhat um, in Clayface. I never really thought about that. Yeah. And <laughs> I hope it doesn't take away from how good the episodes were. Oh, it they, doesn't. It doesn't at all. Somewhat unoriginal, but I mean, Shoot, they did the same thing with the show Arrow. CW's Arrow was basically Batman, but he was Arrow. So yeah, yeah. Was. but you Man, know what, what did what, what did you all uh, what did you all think of the uh, at the end of the first episode, um, kind of the Joker Batman mirror room scene? Oh, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I love when Batman like becomes like. He's like not taking, starts taking things seriously. I love it. I'm serious now. <laughs> I'm gonna wreck. Oh, yeah. it. And I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, he's like totally dialed in. Oh my goodness. And he did in that scene. It was so good. But then Yin. So wait, that happened throughout the whole show, right? Didn't or the episodes? Yin promised Batman that he was she was gonna take his mask off, right? Yep. Yin was, I mean, the whole season, her entire goal has been to unmask the Batman and yeah. to arrest him. Yeah. And she had a moment, right? She could have unmasked him, she could have arrested him and everything. But she chose not to. She chose compassion because of what Batman did for Ethan. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was I love, I, Curtis, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say I love how creepy Clayface looks too. Oh yeah. Super creepy. The green eyes. Oh man. Yeah. And he and he's a lot more slender in this and a lot less doughy than he usually is. Right. True. That's true. Which makes him which makes him look a little more like kind of um oh what is it? Um I guess just uh slender and like unhinged yeah okay and you know slight spoiler alert but the fact that Clayface looks different than he usually does becomes a plot point oh yeah oh interesting actually I did a little research so I guess I yeah <laughs> a little bit of spoilers there yeah I kind of know a few things well we'll, we'll keep right. it up Spoiler free for our audience at home, I guess. Yes, definitely. I'm spoiler free as well, so I am I am right with the audience. Yes, you are. <laughs> but yeah, 
those last two episodes were fantastic. My heart sank when it happened to him and just how helpless he was, had no idea what was going on, no one to help him at all. And one thing we haven't addressed yet is that Batman was ready to reveal his identity to Ethan at the start of episode 12. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, yeah he, he was. ready to so bring close. him in. The only person that he's ever thought about bringing into the Bat family was Ethan so far. And becomes a villain, man. And he becomes a villain in the same episode. Maybe all because Batman, all because Bruce, maybe all because Bruce hesitated in the diner. If he had just told him, maybe everything would have been different. Well, he was like starting to hesitate, and then he was like right, he was right about to say it, and then he gets a call. Like, he yeah. got a call, and so it's just like, dang, so close. Yet. Yeah, this is not, not going to help this whole I create my own villains complex. Oh, no. This, I mean, Bruce is constantly going to be, you know, believing that he created Clayface now. Yeah, definitely. Like, that's just how he is. Truly a tragedy. Definitely a tragedy. But a great episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> great pair of episodes. So, okay, is Clayface you all's favorite villain so far over Joker? I think Clayface had maybe better episodes, but as a villain, Joker's still on top for me. I agree with that. Like, Clayface, I, they did really good with portraying his story and just the whole episodes in general. I think when it was a season finale, they made a, like, try to make it a lot better. Um, but Joker's still on top for me. And I think Clayface might be over Mr. Freeze. Um, yeah, I, I think Clayface is at least number two for me. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I mainly just like Mr. Freeze's design. Yeah, it yeah, it's definitely an interesting mm. design, like using his own eyes kind of thing to uh, protect his body. Yeah, really cool design, cool powers, and you know, just a fun hearing the puns and everything else. Yes, tons of puns in Mr. Freeze yeah. episodes. So many puns and quips and the whole the whole deal. Uh huh. Firefly kind of does the same thing, but oh yeah, the whole. Uh... What was it? You got burned. Yeah, there's a lot of um, Firefly uh, puns that he shoots out. Yeah, like Mr. Freeze, but lame. Yeah, pretty much. Basically. So, is it time for us to rank the episodes? Oh, man. Okay, so we're just ranking them like piecemeal, right? We're not going to like rank every single episode overall because like I don't have any paper in front of me. No, that would that no. would you know, doing maybe all 65 like, would be way maybe too. Maybe like later in the show we can like give our top five episodes that we've ever seen. Kind yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like top five, top ten, something like that. that that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, later in the show. That would be fantastic. And then we could like rank the seasons. Yeah. Yeah, true. I think that's a good idea. Uh, I, yeah, I think we should just rank these seven. All right, JC, what are your rankings? Okay, my rankings are, I think I'm going to count episode 12 and 13 as one episode. Does that is that fair if we do that? Yeah, that's fine. 
Because it's one villain, one story. We saw some negotiating so, factor between the two. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. So then, th then there would be six slots, just like last week. So obviously, episode twelve and thirteen is number one. Yep. I would say that Scarface episode, episode nine, number two. Then episode eleven. No, not episode eleven. Episode ten whoa, with, whoa, the whoa. Joker, <laughs> with the kidding. Joker. With the Joker. Okay. <laughs> then I'll go to. Uh, Episode I'm actually interested in what, yeah, your last one. What's that? I'm, I'm actually interested in what your least, like, least favorite, like, which one you put as your last two. Oh, well. well, well I know what your funny. last two are, but which order? Right. Uh, so, episode seven with uh, Firefly, and then, of course, the worst one is Clue Master, episode eight. Oh. So you you think that episode eleven was better than episode uh, than the one with Firefly? Yeah, because with this one we at least get to see we get we get the Dark Knight officially revealed as a name, and mm -hmm. we get to see a lot of Bruce, which I always like. And more we get Alfred. yeah, we get Bruce's age, we get more Alfred, Alfred in the bat suit. It had good moments. You All know, right. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I think so far. What about you all? All right, I, I can go next. Um, so I'm going to go from bottom to top. So my least favorite was Firefly episode. Um, Interesting. That was, that was probably the most forgettable for me. Like, there was obviously, like, I think that every single one of these episodes have had at least one good thing to latch on to. Um, but... By and large, like, Firefly, I just found completely uninteresting. Like, at least I can cringe at a penguin, but Firefly, I won't remember in, in a week. Yeah. Um, then after that, the uh, penguin episode, Birds of Prey. Um, I mean, when penguin's not on screen, it's fine. But uh, it, it only had, like, a few, like, shots that I thought were cool. Like, uh, obviously... Alfred and Batman. Um, then I'm going to put the Game Master episode because at least I was able to laugh through that episode. Whereas uh, the last two had a lot of dead time, in my opinion. Whereas at least this one, you're like, huh, like Batman's just like fighting this weirdo. True. Um, okay. And I, mean, I was just, and I mean, I was just interested to see like what this show's take on an original villain would be. For better force. Yeah. Um, then I put, um, let's see. Then I put the Joker episode next. Um, not the best Joker episode, but definitely fun. Um, then I put the Ventriloquist episode. Um, and then, of course, I put the the Clayface episode at the top because that's by far the best episode of the show so far. Oh, yeah. All right. Josh. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let me give it to you, boys. I think I'm going to put 
uh, the Firefly episode at the bottom as well. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, the cool thing was we got to see Adam West as the mayor, which I guess you guys didn't really pick up on, but I thought that was super <laughs> cool. The original Batman. Um, the, I mean, another cool I mean, thing about it was we got to see more of the human aspect of Bruce Wayne as Bruce Wayne, CEO of, uh, you know, Wayne Tech. Yeah. So that was cool, or Wayne Enterprise. So, um, so yeah, Firefly, and then I probably put Bird Prey um, next. Uh, we did get to see, you know, Alfred as Batman, and we got to be introduced to the name, you know, the Dark Knight, which is like Batman's probably one of his coolest names, our best name. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The Dark Knight Returns is an amazing movie too. So I mean, just like. <laughs> Like, I kind of agree with Curtis that Q&A was just kind of fun to watch. You were just kind of like laughing at everything. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah it, was, it, was, it was campy. Yeah. It was. It was. You're like, this is so dumb, but I'm still laughing. Like, all right. <laughs> so it was a game show kind of uh, just, which was fun. Um, And then I'd probably put the Joker episode next. Topsy Turvy is what it's called. Uh, got to see some Joker gadgets, trick Batman, you know, read him like a book, as Curtis said. That was cool. Yep. You know, and, you know, trick us as an audience, you know, kind of like led us into the whole Joker thing. I mean, honestly, I don't know. Carding people freaked me out. I was yeah. trying to think of like, what if this happened in real life? That's absolutely terrifying. Oh, yeah. It's basically like sleep paralysis. Yeah, but you're but you're still can see. Like they're just they can look, like they can move their eyes, but that's all they could do. It was absolutely terrifying. Sometimes I go through these moments where I'm watching like a cartoon and I'm wondering like what that would be like in real life. Sometimes it's sometimes <laughs> terrifying, like horrifying. Um and then I would put yeah, the big dummy uh Scarface and the ventriloquist as my number two. Um, I thought they were both fun, hilarious. The ventriloquist and um, uh, Scarface's relationship was absolutely hilarious. Kept you as an audience member, just like, is this character real? Because he moved his, did he move his mouth as the giant robot? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he, was, he was controlling that on the arm though. Yeah. yeah like, switch there I think yeah I think he did too but it was so interesting seeing how that played out like okay. giant robot and the show loves to see or like put Batman in instances where it's not gonna look like he's gonna make it and they did a pretty good one of that like um and uh number one you know the two-parter episode 12 and 13 Clayface so much fun absolutely heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching when it happened to him. Ugh. But, man. Ethan, so, go ahead. R.I.P., man. That's <laughs> Ethan Bennett. So we can yeah. all agree on that, that the Ethan tragedy just made us feel so much more than anything else so far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
I watched it. I this is okay. This is interesting. Um, the first time I watched it, I wasn't as moved, and and then the second time I watched it, I was moved way more. Interesting. Yeah, I mean that is super interesting. But man, when I when I was sitting there, I mean both times when I was sitting there, but the second time I heard his cries, I'm just like, mm. oh my goodness, man. Poor Ethan. Um, yeah, made my heart all, all, all pieces. Bunch of all, people. all gummed up inside. Hey, all gummed up. All right. gummed up inside. Just wait until we do Adventure Time and review. Ooh, that's such. <laughs> that's such a long <laughs> show. <laughs> we just have to do one season a week. Oh, true. I guess there are eleven episodes. Oh man, or eleven. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, Worth it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's one thing that we have not talked about yet. And that was the end of episode 13, where Batman gives Ellen Yen a, oh, yeah, device. Bat, a Batwave communicator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got my person on the inside. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, like we discussed before that she had so many times to like arrest Batman or unmask Batman that she chose not to. So I think it was just kind of a buildup and it just made a lot of sense. Like it wasn't like a huge, it was like, this makes total sense. Yeah. I think think she'll be be a fun fun foil for Batman. Oh yeah. Because, I think, like, because, like, then, then it was definitely more of, like, the, oh, like, whatever you need, Batman, whereas I feel like she's going to be able to, like, kind of put him in his place a little bit more. Yeah. So, slight spoiler warning, but but speaking of, like, season two and her role in it, yes. it's real interesting to see, you know, Batman communicating and kind of working with someone, which is kind of like the uh, precursor to the Bat family. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's like the first steps towards that. And it's interesting yeah. that, that it's her, of all people, who yeah. gets and that two, yeah. And in season two, they kind of hint at it, you know, a little bit, especially, yeah. Um, yeah, they do hint at it a lot in season two, the, the precursor or foreshadowing of a possible Bat family. Yeah. So real interesting. I mean, the story is seeding the future already. It knows yeah. where it's going, and it goes there. Mm-hmm. Here, here, here's, here's a question, JC. Piggybacking off of uh, what you were saying about season two, like, give us, well, specifically me, because I haven't seen any of season two, like, a, uh, a spoiler-free teaser for season two. Well, is basically the second part of Batman working alone, but kind of with someone. We get to have him working alongside Ellen Yen, no longer against her. She's kind of, you know, being a little covert so that, you know, the police chief, Rojas, is that his name? Yeah, Rojas. Yeah. Rojas, you know, he's still wants the Batman's head on a silver platter. 
and she's kind of you know defying him now a little bit like Ethan did. So it's real interesting to see the dynamics that shift and come from that. So the show is never stagnant, which I appreciate. It's always changing, always evolving. Each season is a different ch chapter in the show's life, and I always appreciated that. So now we're just turning the page, getting to more interesting things. Yeah, I respect that from a show like this to keep the formatting from getting too uh, stale. Yep. So that's pretty much all I have for that. It's, it's going to be an exciting ride the next six or so episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This will be stuff I've never seen. So. It's going to be exciting to see uh, your, your reactions to new content then. So I guess I slightly misunderstood. Um, I thought we were going to dive into season two for this one as well, since we did skip a week. How uh, much did you watch? I watched seven episodes, uh, or rewatched per se, because I had already seen them. Uh-huh. And so, oh man. So yeah, you'll see, in this in this season, this, this was the... the I guess I was kind of mixed up that I watched so much of the Batman, I kind of lost where I was. So last episode, I discussed one of the best Joker episodes, like one of the best Joker episodes was Up and Coming. All right, so it will be this season. Nice. You will see one of the best Joker episodes. That's awesome. And I guess I will give you the title. All right. It's called, okay. it's called The Laughing Bat. Which... Oh, is that, is, that, is that kind of a reference to the Laughing Fish episode of BTAF? Uh, kind of. Because I freaking love that episode. That might be my favorite, like, like small Joker story of all time. Yeah, they, huh. well, yeah this one, I, I actually, I'd probably, I, re, I would rename this one uh, if I could. I could retitle it. I would retitle it Laughing is Contagious. That would be what I would retitle it as. But this okay. one is called The Laughing Bat. Gotcha. Which episode is it? All right. So actually, I just watched it. Um, it's like episode six, I think. Okay. So we're going to be talking about it next time, then. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I was saying. I said it's going to be um, so this season one, this season two. The Laughing Bat is, oh, episode four. Oh, so it's just, it's real close. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and we get introduced into a new villain episode two. Ooh. Oh, nice. That's yeah. fun. I really want your guys' take on this villain. And I mean, it's an original Batman villain. It's not created in the show, but we're introduced to him. And uh, him in this show is drastically different than most places we've seen him. Oh, nice. I'm looking forward to breaking that down. Then. Yeah. Interesting. I, I have an idea for who you're talking about, but I don't know. Yeah. So, in season two, introduced um, to a um, kind of a police guy that we're a little used to. So. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So as I said before at the beginning that we were going to talk about something a little bit aside from the Batman show. 
Are you guys uh, are you guys one ready for this? Are you sure? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> I all right. I really. Oh my goodness. Okay, so within this week, right, or maybe it was last week, we got the teaser trailer of the new movie Batman. Love Batman. With Robert Pattinson as Batman. Bat-pat. 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 Bat-pat already. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> this trailer, I tell you, boys, I probably have not been as excited for something Batman related as I have when I watched this trailer. Are you talking about ever? Like, okay. I mean, when the when the when Chris uh, when Chris when Nolan's trilogy came out, the Dark Knight trilogy came out. You know, I was like super excited, but I was also pretty young. I mean, the Batman Begins came out in twenty uh, two thousand eight, right? So I was still pretty young. I loved Batman, but I enjoyed the movies a ton. Right. You just you just weren't old enough to necessarily like understand the hype of the trailers. It. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and that's true. There's just a lot of things that have built up. We've been, in my opinion, just let down from a lot of Batman stuff. Batman related stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, Batman v Superman was kind of a letdown. I mean, the Bro. Justice League was a huge letdown. Um, Bro. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get Zack Snyder's cut though at some point, and and he seems to be a little dark side oriented, which I think is pretty cool. But anyway, so this trailer, so much was in this trailer, and I stand for it. <laughs> I was I really so so, so hyped. Um, I didn't think Robert Pattinson would really be a um, you know kind of a good Batman. You know when you think of Christian Bale or you know the rugged uh, Ben Affleck's kind of Batman look. But oh my goodness, year one Batman, Robert Pattinson was a perfect pick. Oh yeah, incredible. Like. I just thought, like, I guess I just kept thinking of, like, you know, Clive Batman or, or whatever, or, you know, Bale's Batman in the beginning as Batman. Um, you know, he was so ripped, but Bat Pat, Robert Pattinson, he's kind of scrawny. Yeah. Yeah. His face, and he like, was so young and so youthful, and that's, like, the Batman that I think of, you know, like, the 19 or 20-year-old. Yeah, and like I'm thinking about like Batman Begins and like how the Bat Student, even Batman Begins, like even when he first put it on, was like very well formed and it was like super uh, super developed. Whereas yeah. like this Batman has like a rawness and kind of like a kind of like haphazardly like put it together, just like the Batmobile. That like I love that. True. All oh, right. Like, he almost he almost has like he has he has like a daredevil. Like aspect. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah, he has such a daredevil aspect. Um, that was a good I thought of that too. I was like, my brother doesn't really like him that much, um, or like this trailer that much. He's he's like not hating it, but he's like not loving it like I am. And I think it's because of how much it resembles Daredevil. Huh. Um, and re- my brother is like huge into Daredevil. That's like one of his guys. So I guess he I guess he just felt like it was a little Daredevil like. Um, 
as I've told you guys before, I did not like the car. The trailer made the car look. It made the car look freaking awesome. Like, it made it look so cool. And I, I think they made some changes to the car from what we've seen before in the trailer. It looks a little bit more Batmobile, like classic yeah, Batmobile-like. Yeah, when we saw the other pictures, it made it look like a jet engine on the back of like the car. But this one made it look a little more, you know, Batman-like, which is why I had problems with the car when the photos were released in the first place. So. But, yeah. oh my goodness, I love this trailer. Interesting um, Riddler. Um, so we, yeah, we, Riddler looks so compelling. Yeah, he's like, um, and it's so, I don't know, emo or dark. The whole thing is so dark. I'm like, this is so Gotham. This is awesome. Yeah, wow. like, I saw, I saw a tweet that put it perfectly. We're like, with, with Batflick, it felt like, it was just like Batman, but in order to make him edgy, they had him kill people in like certain scenes. Whereas like this Batman truly feels like he has more of a grit to him. Oh, so yeah. Oh yes, definitely. My yeah. goodness, it was I fantastic. Uh, and apparently, um, uh, Cobblepot was in the trailer, but yeah, he- I was wondering if that guy was Penguin or not. Yeah, apparently he he is penguin. There are some people who are saying that it's actually not him, like, but they did tweet out afterwards that it was in fact him. Oh, well, there you go. So yeah, so definitely a, a different Colin Farrell role. He is usually he looks so different. He does not look like Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah. he does. He does not. Oh my goodness! So great. That's fantastic. Commissioner Gordon seems pretty cool. That whole fight going on in the cage, it, it looked like in a precinct. That was interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I, and the whole Nirvana song playing on, that was such a good song to pick. It made it seem way, song choice. way more edgy. Oh, my goodness. And they were calling, and we got to see Robert Pattinson with the bat makeup, which yes. we like never see. I was like, all right, yeah, that's real. That and, that, and that makes so much sense, too. Exactly, yes. So I'm trying to save the best for last um, in terms of this trailer. So there were so many good things about this trailer. The Riddler, he seems like an amazing... Um, and this guy apparently has had great movies in the past. Um, was it Paul... Paul what? Paul Kane? No. Oh. The, the actor's first name, I think, is Paul. Yes, absolutely terrifying, and it's so Gotham. The whole feel of it was so Gotham. The bat suit I was about in the beginning, or I kind of liked, but now, like seeing it on him was freaking awesome. Oh yeah, Yeah. way better. But then, all right, so. My favorite part of this entire trailer, which I bo- I think you boys know exactly which part. I, was oh, I think it's our favorite part, too. It's all <laughs> our favorite part. The entire trailer was when he starts, they're like, who are you? And he starts beating the crap out of this dude. And you think, all right, he's going to give like 
three hits and the guy's going to be on the ground. It's going to be like whatever. But no, he starts like beating this dude. And I was like, this is such a young Batman. Like, just like stay down kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But then when when he finally is finished beating this guy, He's like, I'm vengeance. And Ugh. oh my yeah. gosh. Tingles yeah. my entire body. I had chills yeah. everywhere. Oh my god. That was so good. I think that will always be the moment where people look at Robert Pattinson and say, That's when he became Batman. Yes. That's when we knew. But he said he said, I'm vengeance. He said, I'm oh. Batman anything he's like i'm vengeance so like i think that might portray into like the story line of the movie itself of what's going on yeah Yeah. like we're i think we're in for a much angrier batman than we've seen in the past yes definitely people are scared that he's going to be like emo batman or emo bruce (laughs) Wayne. Um, but i mean honestly though from what i got from the trailer so far i'm loving like everything yeah, this isn't this isn't like a Snyder kind of edgy. This is a, a completely like different tone for Batman that I've never seen in live action before. Totally, definitely. You get that whole bat feel. I mean, to put a word to it, maybe okay. Someone put a word to it, vampire. So like you know, Robert Pattinson, you know, Twilight, yeah. whole deal. But it's yeah. kind of true. You get that whole dark vampire kind of feel. Um, yeah. From the whole thing. And I am, oh man, so good, so good. I I just really hope that this turns out to be the most comic accurate uh, Batman movie we have. True. And it looks like we're on that path, so I'm excited. Yeah, this this year one kind of uh, feel, uh, so good. I mean, I'm liking it all. I hope, okay, so, I mean, obviously we have fears of what it could turn out. It could actually be a total bust, and what we saw in the trailer was, like, every good thing about the movie, and then the movie turns out to be bad. I mean, it's very possible. I've had that. I've said they've only shot, like, 25% of it. Okay, well then, yeah, so who? So that's true. have seen everything they've shot. (laughs) But, I mean. Pretty much. Okay, so I do have some questions for you boys. Yeah. So he seems to be going after both Batman and Bruce Wayne. Oh yeah, Riddler. Yeah. Yeah, Riddler. So Riddler seems to be. I mean, I've watched the trailer like four times, <laughs> um, and it seems that he's going after both Batman and Bruce Wayne, and he also um, is hinting something about Bruce Wayne being a part of something which I think was uh, a dig at his family and possibly the Court of Owls because in one of the cards that um, that is used, there is an owl. And uh, it's speculation that that's not uh, accidental at all. Was the Court oh, man, of can, you, can, you ima- can you imagine if like, it turned out that like Thomas Wayne was like a key founding member of the Court of Owls or something? That would be insane. Insane. Oh my goodness. That'd be awesome. I mean, it does seem like, I mean, if you watch, the, I don't know how many times you guys have watched the trailer, but it does seem like that they're hinting towards that. That Thomas Wayne, Thomas and Martha Wayne weren't the good people Bruce Wayne had thought them to be or portrayed them to be. 
they were actually not Which very is good. so interesting. Super interesting. Have, have, Josh, have you played that uh, Batman Telltale game that came yeah. out a few years ago? Okay, that, yeah, that, that like, story. That gave me, like, those vibes, like, from, like, <laughs> his parents specifically. Like, that was a great plot twist. Oh, definitely. And like that, that story, I would recommend that people play that game just to get a crazy Batman story because it's absolutely insane. Lady Arkham. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, yeah, I definitely got those vibes as well. And so overall though, I absolutely loved the trailer. So <laughs> I I got shivers down my spine from when he's like, I'm vengeance. Oh, yeah. Absolutely insane. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Okay, so I'm for most of the bat suit. As I've said before, the symbol I'm still not on board with. But most of the suit, I'm for. I think the <laughs> to promote the movie looks really good, though. Huh? Like at the end of the trailer, the the red symbol that comes up. Oh yeah, the red bat where it says Batman and there's like a bat in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's. Cool. But that I'm just. Real cool. Yeah, that symbol was super cool. But I'm just like thinking of like the symbol on his chest. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's not a bat. Obviously, it's it's meant to look like one, but it's not and. But other than that, I love a lot of his uh, suit that it showed in the trailer. From what I've seen before, it does look very makeshift and like he threw a bunch of stuff together, which makes sense for year one. Yeah, it does. It makes sense for a young Batman. And I mean, if, if we're going off of like this Court of Owls like subplot, then what if this is a Batman that kind of got cut off by his parents a little bit? To where like he has to deal with a lot like he has to make do with a lot less than he usually does i thought of that too actually even before this that would trailer, be awesome even before this trailer i kind of thought of it too like what if batman was cut off you know huh. from his resources like his parents died he kind of grew up and somehow like wayne in wayne enterprise just like kicked him off and he didn't have the money and he had to do like all the things himself and that's why it yeah, looks take, so makeshift. You take Batman's privilege away, and what do you have? I mean, I mean, you're just taking the philanthropist part away, but he's still like a genius, and he's a great. Exactly. I mean, he's still a genius. He's a great crime fighter. Amazing. So we'll see. I'm super excited. I hate that it's like 2021 is when it's coming out. So, I mean. I wish it was so much sooner. <laughs> I just hope we're able to go to movie theaters by then. Yeah, true. Yeah, we got to meet up, boys. We got to meet up, and we got to watch this movie. Yes. Totally. We will so, find There are some other DC stuff that come out. I don't know if you guys have seen. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we got the Let's new have... Suicide Squad, which was interesting. Are you, are you talking about the movie or the game? Uh, the movie. And there's the game, too. Okay, so I was a little confused on which was kind of which. Yeah. But, okay, so the movie, they're, like, messing around 
okay. So, okay, the movie, in the game, they fight Superman, right? Yeah, yeah. The game, okay. there's just four of them. Yes. In, yeah, in the game, they're, like, having fun, and then apparently they were on a mission, and uh, then it turns out Superman's kind of, like, evil, so they're going to fight Superman, which I think is pretty cool, but it's kind of not new because in Injustice, they do the same thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very Injustice, it feels like. Yeah, it feels a lot like Injustice. I love the story of Injustice, other than the death of some of the characters, but I, I'm i not for the gameplay. Not there. Yeah, I've never been much of a fighting game fan myself anyway. Yeah, but the movie seems like there's a ton of characters. Yeah, like, like, a, like, like a ridiculous absolutely insane how many characters are going to be in this movie i just think it's going to be like you're going to get like one scene and that's going to be all kind of thing yeah um, but so many characters obviously a bunch of like not no name but like characters with way less popularity i think on purpose I mean, we're getting polka dot man in this movie yeah i know polka dot man John's did, you hear any of the, did you all hear any of the interviews by james gunn about the movie yeah, no. I, I saw I saw one where he's talking about how it's the biggest movie he's ever made, and he says apparently it's like more of a war movie. Whoa! And like how it actually has somewhat of a serious tone. I'm like, that's shocking coming from James Gunn, the guy who made Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's super shocking. I mean, though, Guardians of the Galaxy was really good. So, I mean, the first one, the first one was great. The second one, I'm not. Yeah. Really. The second one was second one was okay. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. It was a fun time if you turn off all expectations and just enjoy yourself. <laughs> yep. Yeah, basically. So, so yeah, there's a ton of people that I even I had never heard of in in this movie. So I think honestly, though, just like you said, JC, I'm gonna turn off all expectations for this movie. And just hopefully it's a fun ride. Because that's kind of like Suicide Squad. I personally never really have expectations for a Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. I mean, in Birds of Prey, I didn't really have expectations. I was like, okay, let's see where this thing goes. I'm just excited that this movie, it's highly likely that it will be watchable. And yeah. probably yeah. pretty good. Like, it'll kind of be watchable because it's James Gunn. I've liked all his movies that I've seen so far, the Guardians ones at least, uh, being the only ones that I've seen. But, you know, the, the first Suicide Squad movie, at least for me, wasn't even watchable. So I'm yeah, excited terrible. I'm excited to just, you know, see some of these characters and hopefully get to enjoy them for once. Yeah, um, I agree. The, for the best, like, the only really good things about the first one were Harley and... Will Smith is Deadshot, which was, I didn't know if he was going to do so good, but I actually really enjoyed Will Smith as Deadshot. Yeah, the, he wasn't bad. Yeah. The whole, and they had the whole Batman cameo. It's just kind of cool. That's good. In the, in the first one, they had a Batman cameo. So... So yeah, so we got that. We got Suicide Squad, the video game, and the movie. Okay. And we haven't talked about the Snyder Cut much. Huh? Have you all? Did you all watch the Snyder Cut trailer? 
Yes, a lot of dark side. A lot of dark side. Yeah. A lot of dark side, a lot of color. Mm-hmm, a lot more color. And I've a lot of scenes that we have never seen before, I which is real exciting. We're going to get some apocalypse cuts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. That's, I mean, I just watched Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Um, if you guys, yes, you do need to watch that. And I tell you, that is one of the dark animated movies they've made. Yeah, I know all the spoilers. Huh? You know all the spoilers? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh well, we'll keep our, our fan base, you know, <laughs> they can go yeah. watch it, whatever. But yeah, it, it was, I liked it. I mean, I really liked it. That's good. I'll, I need to check that out. A huge, uh, you know, crazy not really a spoiler here, but Batman um, becomes some wild. So, sure yeah, does. they really do some things with Batman in that one. And yeah, okay, you guys know how much I hate Damian Wayne. Oh, me too. Oh, same. But this movie might. Make my guide you to letting up on him a little bit, just a little bit. Well, I've just decided I'm not watching the movie. <laughs> oh, come on, Jay Z, no, <laughs> no. But you know how much I I hate Damian Wayne. Like, that's why I don't want to see it now. I want no, to hate him. But if you know I hate him too, and I'm still recommending the movie, and I'm content with still hating him with a passion. <laughs> Oh, come on, JC. Just, all right. I mean, you're not going to love him, that's for sure. But you're, you're going to be a little less hard on him. Um, just, just get, obviously, just watch the movie. I mean, it's John Constantine-oriented, and his movies are already always dark. I mean, Justice League Dark in the first place was pretty dark itself. And I love Justice League Dark. Like, that was so good. When Batman's like, Boo to like death. Oh my goodness, that was so cool. <laughs> have you guys have you guys seen Duchess League Dark? I have not. I have not. Oh my goodness. Well, Apocalypse War is the sequel to this movie. Yeah. This, this is in the same universe as Flashpoint Paradox, which they do reference in Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Good movie. Um, so yeah. Um, what else? Okay, so we got another trailer. And I did not watch the whole trailer. I've only seen like bits and pieces of it. We got Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, the Wonder Woman trailer. Yeah. And have you seen the whole trailer to that one? No, I haven't I haven't seen any of that trailer actually. Alright, so I've only seen one part of the trailer and it's where she's swinging on lightning bolts using her lasso. Oh yeah. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, that was that was really interesting. <laughs> I didn't know what to think of it. I was like, I've never really seen her do this before, like ever. So yeah. that's uh, the alternative to her having the power of flight, I guess. She can lasso lightning. Yeah. There you go. So <laughs> that happens. I'm probably gonna watch the trailer and uh, tell you guys my thoughts some point on what I really think about it watch the whole trailer um i mean i enjoy the first wonder woman movie 
However, she was inconsistent in my opinion. Just like, like at, at, some, at some point she had like super speed and at other times she ran normal, like. Oh yeah. I did not like that. I mean, it was kind of a fun movie, good story. Just some inconsistencies with her as a hero. But Cheetah. Yeah, and I bet that's a, I feel like that's a pretty consistent DC problem too. Cause like both like Wonder Woman and like Superman are like so OP that you're kind of like, uh, eh, we kind of, we can't have them just like ripping people in half. Yeah, that's true. So it's, it's, it's tough. I'm glad I don't have to write a Wonder Woman or a Superman movie. Yeah, that would be pretty frustrating. Um, but uh, yeah, so Cheetah comes. Cheetah's the villain, somewhat. There's a villain, but Cheetah is in this movie, which yeah, is like a straight up normal, like rival that we always see with Wonder Woman. So yeah, I think the other villain is Maxwell Lord. Okay. Oh yeah, because yeah. Pedro Pascal plays him. Yeah, yeah, the Mandalorian. Um, what else did we get? And DC. I think we got. There's a new Superman movie that just came out, animated movie. Oh yeah. yeah. That animation looks different. It is. It is much different. I almost get like 2D or anime vibes from it sometimes. Oh. Did you yeah. watch it? I did watch it, and let me good? tell you, I really liked it. My brother didn't like it, I think, because there wasn't as much action, but it really emphasizes Superman as an Earthling. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, I like that too. There, yeah, Superman as an Earthling, not as this superhero, like, alien. Like, at the end, like, he knows he's an alien, and it actually starts out where they're watching him. He was a kid, and he's watching a movie with this other kid, and they still, like, people are, like, hating on aliens in the movie, and they're, like, super scary. But he like knows he's an alien, so he just like starts crying. Oh. So, but it's like this. Instead of the usual thing where we get like this fight between him as like Clark Kent and him as Superman. More, uh, more of the movie is him as this Earthling versus him as a Kryptonian. So, so okay. It's Did you really. Get it? Smallville vibes from watching it? Smallville vibes? Okay. Um yes. Like some some Smallville vibes. <laughs> um, though you don't really get to like this is quote unquote Superman year one. Right. So, so he just so, metropolis and becomes a reporter. Or not okay. even a reporter, he's an intern. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I would, I definitely recommend the movie. You get to see some crazy people. You get to see Lobo. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Lobo shows up. And it's not your usual Lobo where he's like talking about himself in the third person. Um, but it does have a bunch of weird sayings, which is, you know, Lobo. Um, and so it's, yeah, and Martian Manhunter. Oh, wow. Which emphasizes the whole alien thing. Yeah, yeah, you're you're making a pretty good pitch, Josh. I like this. I'm, it's a good movie. I really liked it. I'm gonna have to check this out. And so the main villain is um 
what is he called again? Uh, it's not virus. He like absorbs power. The parasite? Yes, parasite. Oh yeah, he's a classic villain. Yeah, so he's the main villain. Um, and yeah, I know that. so yeah, it's a good movie. I like Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, and I also like this Superman movie. So I need to catch up on my DC animated movies. Yes. JC, what uh, what platform have you been watching um, this show on, The Batman? The Batman? Yeah. Wherever I can find it. Oh, so you haven't been using the DC Universe app? Heck no, not paying for that. <laughs> All right. Well... Yeah, I've been using it. And so, yeah, you got to watch these movies. They're, they're pretty good. Did we get anything else DC related? Oh, okay. So there's been some DC news that has come out uh, about The Flash. Oh, oh, uh, Batfleck. Yes. So Batfleck will be in this Flash movie as Batman. But it might be... What's up? We need closure with him. Yeah, I could see that. So they're kind of all over the place since this is live action. So they have the Batman going on and then Batfleck will show up in this Flash movie. But I don't think it will be Ezra Miller like usual because of what happened. I hope he gets recast. uh, Okay. (laughs) Not Uh, even because of the scandal. I just, I've never liked Ezra Miller to be honest. Okay. Not as the flash. Not as the oh, flash. Oh, okay. You okay. I thought you were saying you nothing nothing against the person. Nothing against the person. He is yeah. just not Barry Allen. He is not Barry True. Allen. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was pretty annoying in Justice League. He was incredibly I, I thought you were saying that you wanted him recasted as the Flash. And I was like, Oh. Okay. So you want someone no. else? Okay, yeah, we're on the same yeah. page. I want someone else. Nothing against the guy. I don't know anything about Ezra Miller. I know there's the whole scandal that happened or whatever. I mean, I don't know anything about that, but I've just never liked him as a character. Yeah, I don't think he really fits the whole Flash uh, thing either. Not at all. Yeah, and Graham Gustin, obviously, I don't think will be the Flash either. So. Uh, We shall see, but yes, Batfleck is the Flash. Or not the Flash, he's Batman in the Flash. Uh, and yeah, we might yeah, see yeah. others. We might see like even our Thomas Lane flat or Batman, and maybe some others. Well, they basically, from my understanding, confirmed that uh, Thomas Wayne is not going to be in it because oh. they're bringing because they're bringing uh, Michael Keaton back. Oh, that's right. They are bringing Michael Keaton back. He's like filling that role, basically. Yeah, I mean, Flashpoint Paradox is like one of the most or. Just that in general is one of the most interesting Flash stories ever. Yeah. So, so yeah. Have they, have they explicitly confirmed that uh, Michael Keaton is not playing Thomas Wayne? Yeah, they've confirmed that he's playing his uh, his movie Batman. He's playing the same character uh, he used to. Would have been more fun if he was playing Thomas Wayne. It yeah. would. Killer bats. I love the Thomas Wayne outfit in uh, yes. Flashpoint Paradox. It's literally one of my favorite bat suits of all time. It's a real good one. So good. 
I think that ends all DC news that I know of. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. But there is a little Marvel news that I think... Oh, yes. Marvel news. So, they released that uh, there will be a Spider-Man slash Spider-Woman movie. Oh, yeah. Wait, is Spider-Man in that? Did they say that? Uh, it, it's a Spider-Man movie, but it says Spider-Woman as part of it. I thought it was just a Spider-Woman movie. Like her origin story or something. Let me see. Um, let's see if I can... The headlines that I saw said a Spider-Woman movie. I didn't see anything about Spider-Man. Well, they're calling it the Spider-Woman movie because it's mainly about Spider-Woman. I see. But if, but if, if uh, Tom Holland's in that, that's even better. Oh, that'll be fantastic. Directed by Olivia Wilde. Yes. Which, uh, I've never really seen too much of her direction on the big screen. Um, but they said that most of her creations have been pretty good. So... Nice. Has she done any comic book stuff before? No, this will be her first. Interesting. So, yeah. That will be interesting. I'm I'm super excited, like super excited for this because, I mean, they might do Spider Woman. They might make Squint, uh, Gwen Stacy as a Spider Woman or a character in it. So we don't know too much about it, but that would be really cool. Heck yeah! Uh, yeah. And they also released that they were going to do Craven the Hunter. Yes. Oh my goodness. Some real spider movie stuff, which, oh my goodness, is going to be so great. I mean, Spider-Man is my favorite uh, Marvel hero, so. Likewise. Dive right into the spider world. If they try to do Kraven, though, without Spider-Man, that's going to make me mad. Well, it's a spider. I'm trying to remember here. Okay, so it's a Kraven movie. I mean, they did, oh, and... Oh, that's right. This Spider-Woman movie is probably going to have Venom, I think. Oh, really? Okay, let me... That's interesting. Yeah, and they're also developing Black Cat and Silver Sable movies. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, which we knew about Black Cat. Okay, let me, let me look it up here. Spider-Woman and... Oh, well, that's not what I want. <laughs> Spider Woman. Oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about the fact that we got a glimpse of uh, Batwoman and uh, the Batman trailer. Wait, what? Yeah, did you not see her? Bat, Batwoman or Batgirl? Bat, no, no, not Batwoman. Uh, Catwoman. That's what oh, I meant to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like super confused there. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cat, Catwoman looks okay. I mean, I didn't yeah. really have anything noteworthy to say. She, she was cool, I guess. Yeah, I, they, I like the casting. Zoe Kravitz is great. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really emphasize her much in the trailer, so. 
Yeah. Like, I don't even think she spoke in the trailer, did she? It was just... No, it was just a shot. Yeah, her breaking into the safe, it looked like, or something. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, she does show up. So, are the only three uh, members of the Rose Gallery Riddler, Penguin, and Catwoman? Or do we get... Oh, I know. Yes, I think so. I mean, those those guys with the face paint, I mean, at first glance, I thought they were penguin goons, but I've also seen people connect them to, like, the Joker. Yeah, I thought they were Joker goons at first, but one of them had half their paint uh, on their face, and then the other half did not have paint. So, could be a two-face almost. That's a lot of villains in one movie. So they can just be anybody, basically. <laughs> Oh, it was Paul, Paul Dano. That's who plays the Riddler. Maybe they're uh, generic generic uh, henchmen, like uh, Kim Possible, how there was like henchmen for hire. Oh, yeah, true. In the Harley Quinn show, they basically have that like henchmen for hire kind of thing. Oh, really? oh yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, a lot of stuff. Oh man, the Batman show, but then the Batman movie. Oh. We're in for an exciting year of DC content, hopefully. Yes, we are. It looked just comic comic content in general. Like, I mean, obviously Marvel and Sony haven't quit with Spider-Man. They're going after anything. We got Venom 2 coming out, Spider-Woman, Craven the Hunter. Seems that they're really taking the route with Spider-Man. I mean, we have shows coming out, which they haven't really talked about, um, other than the expose when they talked about, like, Moon Knight show coming out and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Obviously, coronavirus has put a halt on a lot of things. <sighs> yeah. Which might force us to see more animated stuff come out. Uh, but we'll see. Quite possibly. Yeah. We haven't gotten any updates for uh, Disney Plus, the Marvel Disney Plus shows with their release dates. Nope, no updates. No, not really. Um, well, it's just Star Wars. Really, <laughs> they are releasing uh, a season of a Star Wars show for Obi Wan. But, but no, not really. No updates that I've seen so far. Hmm. That's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see how everything goes. Yeah. All right. Do you boys have anything to add? Anything you want to talk about? Comic book heroes in the Court of Cakes? No, nope, it was a nice, uh, girthy episode this time around. I yeah. Think so. We had a lot to discuss. Mm -hmm. I hope that uh, Anthony will join us next time. That'll be cool. Oh boy. Yeah. Also, JC, I mean, you got to check out that uh, animated podcast or animated Batman animated series podcast that I was telling you guys about. Oh, yeah. Can you send me a link to it? Yes, I can do that. Uh, I was talking to Curtis about it more. It's a very good podcast. So... Yeah, check it out. 
do. All right, boys. I guess uh, we're signing off the episode um, specifically uh, for the Court of Capes episode two. I hope you, uh, the audience, has enjoyed it as much as we have. Um, just kind of yeah. learning about the Batman, the show. All right, Joshua Shelton here signing off of episode two. And uh, hope you all do well. See you, dear listeners. Bye.